I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. So welcome back to another edition of Renovation Made Right. I am Dave Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. Hey, welcome. Thank you. It Happy so, to be back. It's so good to be back with you again. And, and I've got to be honest with our listeners, think about this a little bit, just getting back from a little skiing trip at yep. Park City. Park City. It was very right. nice. I watched the kids, kept them out of jail while you were skiing. Yes, and thank you for that. I do get a bit of a husband re- reward for that, I think, don't I? Or award anyway. Reward. Right. Now reward. we're looking for rewards. <laughs> exactly. That wouldn't be bad either. I don't know. You go away yeah. plenty. So we... Uh, so. We've got uh, some exciting content today, uh, stuff that, so, you know, our focus is really geared around trying to give information to consumers that is really actionable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so today, we have a guest on. So exciting. That's right. I'm so tired of talking to you. So <laughs> This is awesome. <laughs> and so we, uh, for years and years in our business, uh, we have partnered with sort of vendors that we feel do a great job at helping our clients um, with different areas that we're not expert in. Yep. Right. Um, and so one of those areas that has got a lot to learn about and a lot of information, a lot of probably a lot of confusion in the marketplace is appliances. Yep. Right. Yep. There are so much stuff out there. Right. And so for years we have been referring our clients to a company called Barron's Appliance. Mm-hmm. Right. And Barron's uh, has got seven locations headquartered in Manchester. They also have a wholesale division. That's Manchester, New Hampshire. Manchester, right. For those of you listening, we actually know that someone's listening to Australia. Right. Yeah, really? we have someone listening in Australia. Oh, right, exactly. yeah. good day, mate. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, and so um, we, uh, ba- based on that, we, we, uh, we went ahead and asked Dave Suter, one of the owners of Aaron's, if he would come in as our guest. Mm-hmm. And we know that there's so much content that we're going to actually end up turning this into two shows. So we're going to spend this first program uh, learning as much about appliances as we can, asking mm-hmm. questions, going back and forth. Um, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap that up and we'll do it again. Yep. Right. So welcome, Dave. Yes, thank you for having me. So this is going to be fun. I, I'm really excited to have you here, and I just want everybody to know that we've known Dave, I think, forever. A long time. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. It, it does. <laughs> like, like we, I think we started our business when we were about 25 years old, and I remember going in and having conversations with Dave, who right. was a salesperson right. at Barron's in the very beginning, and, and now he's moved up the ranks and is like... A, you know, like our, our hair colors have changed at the same time. <laughs> a lot, yes. Exactly. We're much grayer. Exactly. But it, but he's, and wiser. He's always a gem, and just so excited to see him here yes, with us thanks. today. Thanks yeah. so much. So so let's jump into appliance questions. I think, I know, and it's funny, we just had a meeting with our design team today, and we were talking about... Um, some of the things that are problematic for clients in our process, right? So we, when a client comes into our company, we start working with them design, and then uh, one of the things that holds us up, let's say if it's a kitchen project, one of the things that holds us up on going further is waiting for our clients to make appliance selections. And I think a lot of clients get into the process and experience sort of like overwhelm, yeah. right? Yeah, deer in yes. headlights. Yes. Yeah. So, so yes, for, the, for, the, for the listener who is thinking about uh, or is in need of new appliances, whether it's the replacement of one, which I think probably is different than like a whole suite of appliances for a project. How do you advise people to get started in the process? 
Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I would say most of our consumers coming in have already been on the web. Yeah. So the natural spot is they're seeing ads, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean much. Then they go to the next level. They go to a brand's website, and they'll get all the newest, latest technology stuff, but uh, they have to pick, you know, pick your subcategories. Like, go dig right in. There's so much stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll rec- recommend our site. It's just... It's got everything. It's got all the specs, all the details. You can you can refine your search, but it, it's kind of step one. But that is not enough. Okay. It, it's great to see it, and you get some ideas. So we get our consumers. They walk into the store. They're full of information and misinformation, kind of yeah. like they're putting their own assumptions together. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing wrong with that. It, it's our starting point. But, right. you know, from there, um, you got to – you really – you really want to know what the difference because so many times like it's not about well the more expensive is the better of right it doesn't doesn't always work that no way. it's yeah. not necessarily that way so um ask the questions come in come yeah. into the store really yeah. you know talk to somebody about it and so as we talk about that i often hear some of our clients kind of and we've actually personally experienced this ourselves there are ways to buy appliances that ultimately and, and you guys have helped with um, that help consumers save a lot more money. And some of that relates to um, the manufacturer and the benefit that some manufacturers might give you if you are buying more than one appliance from the same company, right? Oh, yeah, like if you're buying a suite? Like, yeah, like group. Yes, yeah. collections, yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, you're going back to those days when I was sales. We didn't really, you didn't really buy the same brand. Mm. You bought the KitchenAid dishwasher with the Maytag refrigerator with the, you know, the Whirlpool laundry. Like every, it just, you there was no matching right right so now everything is so refined and so designed that handles match color matches design within a brand like good better best right That's three collections right so it's not even one yeah exactly so so what is the advantage though so so say like yeah back in the day you were just buying the best version of whatever it is you wanted right. in 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 the category of dishwashers and then you're the best version of whatever you wanted in a cooktop. So what's the advantage of, of buying in a collection beyond like say matching handles? Are there any other advantages to that? Um I the the biggest is the 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 collection matches. Okay. I mean that 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 really is the biggest part of it okay. because you're going to find what you want. You take a a large brand like GE, you can get anything at any price and for the most part set your pricing and have you know all of that coordination Mm -hmm. so um why pick a brand Mm -hmm. um you know there's inherent quality level with them Mm -hmm. refinement and then you move up into um smart product or technology that is advanced that you start to pay more for Mm -hmm. but moving up off the the middle of the line right you kind of stay away from the low end because most people are dissatisfied with it it just doesn't have Good basic performance. It's not right. the standard. It's below the standard. Okay. It's available, but it's a price point. So, so yeah. And so that's a good question. Why, why buy? What is the advantage of buying a low end product? Like, why would anybody do it other than just saving the money? Yeah, save the money. Fits the bill. You know, need you really need basic? You got okay. a rental property. You got a rental property, or or you know, you just want to keep the budget down. It's a, uh, it's just what you can afford. But you know, moving up the scale, there's usually. Like fifty dollar jumps at a time to mm-hmm. get legitimate 
features, there's certain price points that we recognize mm-hmm. that are best value. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like bang for the buck. In fact, sometimes the more basic model costs as much as getting something with, with the features, maybe in another brand or, you know, if you don't mind moving around. And that's where you, it's nice to know what all of the brands offer because you can have that feature in this brand, but not in this brand. Right. Well, so let's let's talk about that because I think back in the day before there was sort of groups where, where you could go to one manufacturer yeah. and get an incentive, a financial incentive for buying a whole suite from them. Right. I was under the impression, and, and this could be completely wrong, but I was under the impression that some manufacturers were particularly good at making some things. So if you want a great dishwasher, you would go to this company. If you want a great fridge, you would go to that company. It, it, does that still exist? Are there companies that no. still are strong in areas, or is everyone kind of got to rise to the same standard of quality or what, what's your experience there? You know, there's still, there's still a brand in a category that would be better. I mean, there's just some easy ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, give an example. It's so, it's so skewed. Um, when we talk about dishwashers, mm-hmm. dishwashers, we go to Bosch. It just, it just is the go-to. It, it always gets in the rankings from a consumer report. They get like seven out of the 10 is theirs and it's not that the other ones aren't good they're just outperforming everybody else so why so, is that like what is so much better th- about it, the boss um, efficiencies quietness quality of product I mean it's just all the way through they put all the pieces together and mm-hmm. they use a high quality part mm-hmm. all the way through they're not it's not skimping it's not a miss like sometimes you know you get a part you can get the best product right you're taking a high-end product you can still have problems with them because they're made of control panels. Their electronics today, it has, you know. I mean, like, culture of that manufacturer is just more committed to quality at some level, right? I mean, it, at the end of the day, that company's about it. Yeah, you know, you get you get you get defects in products. It happens. Sure. It, there's there's brands like we rate. So after a year's worth of time, we'll take our brands and say, okay, we sold X amount of units. And we had X amount of repairs on it, mm-hmm. and I hear, and where's the quality level based on that? Right. Hey, some brands you do a lot more volume than other brands, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Your sub zero is going to be a smaller number compared against the GE or something like that, but the the they're less than ten percent. So you can say less than one out of ten appliances need a repair. Okay, mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're not, but we'd like to see it. There's some brands that are like two percent, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah, they are smaller quantities, mm-hmm. but that's a really good sign because they can't afford any defects. Right. right. And that's what you get. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons for repairs from the shipping of it to the... Right. Like, Something gets jostled during yeah, shipping, right? Yeah. yeah. About mm-hmm. 2% of the stuff that we ship out has a defect okay. upon delivery. Oh, wow. Really? That's our stat. Yeah. And actually, uh, it went from... It went from we were like ninety seven point seven last year, and we were ninety eight point one two or something this year for efficiency uh, right. on that. So mm-hmm. our that's our percent of uh, successful fulfillment okay. in a piece count, which is pretty yeah, good, pretty darn good. Yeah, it's eliminating the damage along the way. Is is was probably the biggest battle that we we fought and continue to fight because mm-hmm. yeah, you try to catch the damage, you do everything you can, but yeah, sometimes stuff happens. It's concealed. Yeah. That's what we yeah. call it, mostly concealed damages. So this this topic is actually a, a sort of way, weaves right into one of the things that I did want to get to over the course of our conversation, which was about appliance repair. And um, an arm of your company does appliance repair, right? That's correct. There's a, there's a yes. part of you that what you guys do. Right. 
and 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 as a consumer, I wrestle with um, the idea of extending warranty or adding, you know, and the idea of what, at what point in time is it not reasonable to repair your appliance, and right. where's that break even? When does it just make sense? So help help our clients or help our consumer our listeners, pardon me, think about when does it make sense? When does it make sense to increase the warranty? When is it unreasonable? When is it? What's the break line to say, okay? You know, uh, for whatever reason, I'm really sorry. You've got a four-year-old appliance; it's not working well. It's out of warranty. How deep do you go in before right. it's silly to to do a repair? Right, right. Okay. I think um, that's a lot of questions in there. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're one by one, exactly. They're, they're, so, from a from a service standpoint, um, you know, extended warranties. So, everybody asks, do you sell an extended warranty or not? And in the past, I probably have said not so much. You already got the ratio right, so one out of a one out of ten mm-hmm. have that defect mm-hmm. in a, in that one year time. How many will have it in the five year time? Right. Um, I'm a big believer in the in the extended service contract because it's less than it's really less than one average repair. Mm-hmm. So if you have one problem in five years, it's covered. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, you're you're covered, right? So, it it makes sense that you would spend up to about, in my opinion, about twenty percent of the purchase price to extend the warranty. Okay. So, but how how far does that, ex- yeah, that warranty extend? Five I mean, what years. Is that? That's a five five year? years, and that's five years parts, labor, uh, repairs, but not some isolated things like well, if you put your broom into the refrigerated well, yeah, door yeah. and things like that where right. you drop the glass shelf those are not in the oh, essence right. of a repaired service sure. it's a it's a it's a because it, because the same thing that's happening on uh, computers is they're becoming circuit boards and the boards are expensive yeah right. very I know. expensive so I actually have a, a lovely built-in oven the circuit board broke about uh, three years in it still works just the, the some the, feature the, the, the clock <laughs> you just don't know what temperature it is oh, so you yeah. have to watch very carefully when you enter the yeah. thing but I did call to right. say how much is it going to cost to repair the circuit board and it was five hundred dollars and bucks. the oven was right. fifteen hundred and right. it almost felt like there you go do I want to do, do this you, why would you do it yeah. I mean can you live with it yeah and I've been living it, with it for twenty years yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and that's and so a lot of products are like that today the technology aspect of it yeah. is defective and it's some anything handling water. Is also a high service product. Water, you know, a water line in your refrigerator, right? It's like a three to one ratio of the amount of calls that you do. Really? Water, water is tough. Water has sediment. Water has mm. mineral. Water has buildup. So mm. things like on the dishwasher, you have a an opening and closing valve. Right. Okay. Well, you get the sediment in there, and that that part becomes and it defective, wears it and, down. Yeah. and it wears it down. Mm-hmm. So by the time you do your repair. You know that one time it pays for it, so um, that's that's the pitch on the on an extended warranty. And I was never a big s- believer of it, but today because of pricing, it's it's absolutely worthwhile, right, really, right. in terms of coverage. And then it and then it rolls in um, this kind of like a three strike rule for most appliances. So if you have a a recurring same issue problem kind of like a lemon law thing. yeah once yeah. they'll give you that so mm-hmm. that's in kind of built into it that hey after a certain point it's just not worth putting all this money into it but right. this credit goes towards the the new unit and you get yourself into a new product so um that's question one question two is well how much do you spend on a repair right so 
That is easier because you kind of look at the repair and you say, well, how much does it cost, right? You, like mm-hmm. you said, that it's worth 1500 bucks. Right. I'm gonna spend 500. Can I live with it? Because it's gonna cost me 1500 plus the install to get it replaced. And right. it's just a sake of, yeah, you know, four years old. I, I don't see that decision really coming up so, so much under the, yeah. under five years. After five years, you know, the products change so much now. It's not price. So you had a $700 range you bought. You had all sorts of problems with it. And you come into repairs 350. It's like, well, don't that's put silly. the 350 into it. Go get a new one. You get yourself out of it. And right. you get newest, latest stuff. And that's that's probably what's going to continue to happen. So I think you're going to see products have even shorter, not sh- shorter service life, but timelines that people are going to keep them because they want new stuff. So that is the question. Um, When I was young and still now, my parents have a dishwasher that's roughly 40 years old, right? Got to be. It's got to be. be I think think Thomas Edison made it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they had a washer and dryer that was about the same age and still used it. And so uh, part of me is wondering, you know, is there, it seems like the, 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 Longevity of appliances right now has come down significantly, right? Like I know I I've been in the house we're in now, twenty years. Twenty years, number three. We're our third set of washer dryers. Washer dryers, right? right. Exactly. Right. And and it's front loading. Yeah, and four I know, kids, a lot of laundry. Yeah, yep. get, we get yep. that. We, we do. We put we put them through. But but my question is: Is stuff not being made as well as it used to be, or? Well, that's a big question, actually. Okay. Stuff not being made as well as it used to be. And are there products out there that you could invest more in and have better longevity? Yeah. I think um, so. I think products are made for about a 10-year life cycle. Okay. But the question of, well, they don't seem to be as good. The, the, di- the difference maker mm-hmm. is that the performance that you get is far better. The efficiencies are far better. Mm-hmm. So from a from a today standard point, if you took that old 40-year clunker and then you put it up on the meter and you say, well, how much is this thing costing me to run? Oh, right. Then you go, whoo, right. that's right. crazy. And how much more water is it using? And how much is more it, water? Is it doing a good job? Right. Rinsing? How's the actual cleanability part of the functionality right. of mm-hmm. what it's actually doing? Mm-hmm. Then... It doesn't. It doesn't measure up at all. The, the the you would you would easily say well the products are certainly a lot better today than mm-hmm. they were, but they're not made for that long cycle anymore. Just a, just like a, a computer is not ever going to be made to last longer. Right. It has a cycle, and then at that point it's like well all this technology is obsolete. Let's move to the next stuff. Okay. And, and, the, and the reality is I think we're probably a worst case scenario user. If if you, if, <laughs> seriously, really? if you think about it, like if, if, if a couple empty nesters went out and bought a washer dryer at, you know, 55. I know, they do three yeah, loads a week. Th- th- right? That's going to yep. last them forever, yeah. right? Yep. And, and, you know, we, we use the hell out of it. But still, your point is well taken. And I think that that planned obsolescence is a, is a thing, it, it, right? It is. And that's it, unfortunate. You know, and and it's not that those products won't last longer, but they've really outlived their life cycle. Right. Okay. And and so you do run into issues on them. So right. what kinds of products are you finding that do have the longevity Well, so like we right talked now. about dishwasher, right? Right. Yeah. Bond, well, like, you know, yeah. I, I have it, a Mealy. It's it's yeah. 20 years. It's go. still going strong. Those we have are, a Sub-Zero fridge. Right. It's 20 years old. It's right. still going strong. So They are built. They are just... 
I mean, you you do get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for the best and you do buy on the high end, mm-hmm. you know, not that it won't have a service call on there for a multiple of reasons, mm-hmm. right? We talked about, but it it lasts longer. I mean, like you said, I, I got a Sub Zero. It's been in my my kitchen now for more than twenty. Mm-hmm. Easy, and uh, yeah, I've done a repair on it, but it's not needing to be replaced. I just needed to do the repair on it. Right. So uh, as, as we get to this part of the show, we're, uh, we're probably going to wrap this one episode, but that t- this, this next thing ties in. I remember years ago, I used to have, I used to host a, uh, uh, a call-in show on AM radio. And you might not remember this, but you were my guest on that show. Yeah, right? I remember. And one of the things you said to me has stuck with me ever since. And it relates to something you were just talking about, which was efficiency. Um, and how, you know, you take the same appliance now and plug it into the meter and watch the difference. So to your point, yeah, you, you know, as you upgrade your appliances, you do get some advantages in terms of less consumption and so forth. But it shocked me, and this was a while back, so the numbers may have changed, but you had mentioned, okay, when we do a Kitchener model for somebody, um, like from an efficiency standpoint, the worst thing they can do is then take the old fridge that they had and put that in the garage for their right. beer fridge, right? Be- <laughs> right. Because the new, right. Fr- the new fridge is how much more efficient are you? T- oh, like, it's, you it's, said some amazing. Yeah, so, you know, a typical 18 cubic foot refrigerator, and I'll go back to, you know, it, now it's more like a 20 year old product was $150, where today the cost to run it is probably 25 to 30 bucks. Wow. That's annually. That's an annual cost. I know, right? Yeah, that's That's the efficiency. So that's why compressors, people hear their refrigerators and they're like, oh, how come it didn't last as long? That thing was so much more efficient. Again, it's what were you trying to do? What were you trying to get out of it? Right. I mean, it was so much more efficient and probably quieter, but it's different styles of what mm-hmm. they do and they continue to improve on that. So, so that's interesting too, because I, I, I don't, when we, I can't recall how long ago it was when we last did this. It might've been eight years ago, maybe more. Yeah, more. And at that point in time, you had said, something that was less dramatic, but I think you had said something like, today's fridge is twice as efficient. What you just said, for a fridge that, that would cost you 150 bucks to run, and now that same fridge could be 25 or 30, is that right? right? Yep. That's incredible, I mean, yeah. that's amazing. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's truly amazing, yep. right? Yep. So really good, really good note for, for listeners to think, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a saver of stuff too. I have a hard time looking at something that seems to be perfectly good, and I don't want to get rid of it, but saving that fridge. Right. That's a false economy. Right. It's, right? it's it's not broken, so I don't replace it. Right. But right. it's really, it's not worth it. Like, right. like you said, you wouldn't throw it. Now you don't throw it into the garage. You can't right. go out and buy a new one because it's going to be cheaper right. exactly. than that thing yeah. in a couple of years. That's right. incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm. So that has been excellent. Um, I have lots more questions to ask, and uh, I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, but you'll have to wait to hear them until next week. Oh, that's a teaser. I know it is. That's yeah, nice. Nice. You. That's all right. So, <laughs> all right. So I am David Bryan. I am Brenda Bryan. And we want to thank Dave Suter for being with us. Uh, and we will be back with another episode and some more appliance questions. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.